This is a Q&A session by Solomon. In these Q&A sessions, hosts Ileana Papageli and Stavros Malihoudis talk with reporters, media experts, academics and human rights defenders in live discussions that Solomon's members participate in by bringing in their questions, comments or expertise. Q&A sessions are supported by Solomon's community of members, while our reporting remains always freely available. Do you want to join our community and support our independent journalism? WeAreSolomon.com So just for the recent context of why maybe it's a good idea to talk on the specific issue now or not. I mean, this is not the story, but like a good chance to, to delve into this issue was given a few weeks ago, we had the national, the director of the National Theatre, he was um, arrested on charge on like accusations of uh, sexual abuse of minors. And according to the report, some of these uh, actions, they involve also unaccompanied minors, like refugee minors. So suddenly we, this has been always a, like a big issue in Greece. Uh, Elena has done co-authored the great study that uh, we will talk more about, uh, but it usually tends to be like forgotten. So it takes things like this one to um, focus on it, then forget it, then after two years something happens, then we remember it. Um, so now it's again, it's again on the news. Now people again pay attention to the unaccompanied minors and what happens and everything. So we thought it's a good you know, chance to get into the real aspects of this, but there's so much, so, there's so much you know, under it. It's always the, thing, the, the same thing that comes up, which is that it's completely arbitrary and ad hoc, like a, an unaccompanied minor's future in Greece is completely dependent on if and which NGO worker they will fall upon. Mm. Um, if any, uh, the state is non-existent. If you're lucky enough to find a professional who is knowledgeable, has supervision, has had training, um, life can go well. If not, you do not know where you will end up. So you arrive at the European Union, in this case, Greece, one of the main issues at the moment is the inhumane reception conditions. Um, the lack of an age assessment procedure. This is also ad hoc. So, you know, sometimes in Lesbos, we do have an age assessment procedure that works. Sometimes because there is no staff, we don't have an age assessment procedure so that, and therefore children have to go through their asylum interview as adults, they have to live in the camp with other adults, they're not provided any support. Um, the Another huge problem <clears throat> that keeps on coming up is the pre-registration procedure that happens by, with, by Frontex. So you are firstly documented by Frontex and there are numerous cases of minors who are registered as adults. 
The other issue with, with Frontex is that it's not a transparent mechanism, so there is no accountability. The interview is not transcribed. The asylum seeker does not have access to this interview. No one has access to this interview. We've, as hires, we've tried to gain access multiple times and it hasn't happened. So there's no way to appeal against the decision. The only way to appeal is to request an age assessment procedure, which even when there is staff to undertake this age assessment procedure by the reception identification center, it is not culturally appropriate. It lasts three minutes um, and you cannot decide if a child is truly a child in three minutes with completely Western biased questions like, yeah. how many years did you go to school? The next is the lack of capacity. So for example, we had some safe zones in Moria, section A, B and the actual safe zone. You have very little staff. You do not have interpreters. You do not have social workers. You do not have psychologists. You do not have lawyers. All you have is a coordinating, a person who's coordinating and for this test. Care workers. Care workers. Yeah. Again, who don't speak the appropriate languages. Again, who have never been trained, who do not have supervision, do not have tools in hand to be able to deal with what is a very complex and um, vulnerable, sorry, we have dogs in the office. This is the, the background, this is the dog. Um, uh, it, because unaccompanied minors, this is something we should say in the beginning, and I don't know if you guys work with them. They're, they're, they're very complex individuals. They're children who have had to, who were forced into adulthood with lots of responsibilities very, very early on. So while on the one hand, you do have to treat them as children, on the one hand, it's very important to understand that these are children who have a huge burden on their, their shoulders and a goal which they have to reach by coming to the European Union. The other issue, of course, is um, reception training, age assessment shelters, the conditions in camp, which in the camps, which are extremely dangerous. Um, we have a term, because you become very cynical in this, in this line of work, that we call them camp kids. Yeah. Like kids that live in a camp are to be very, um, are much wilder than kids that live in a shelter. You have to survive in very dangerous, and inhumane settings. So of course, you'll need more support to integrate. Um, if you ask the UNHCR, they'll say different things. If you ask ECA, which is the mechanism for unaccompanied minors, they'll say different things. There is no information. Mm -hmm. um, there is no access to the national authorities for various reasons. Again, lack of training of the people that work in the national authorities, lack of interpretation, lack of willingness on the part of the police to document instances of violence, of sexual and gender-based violence, other violence, exploitation. I know of um, unaccompanied minors in Moria before it burned down who would try and go to the police officers on 
um, call and tell them that I've been a victim of GBV or a victim of attack by some other child inside, and they would swear at them and push them to the side. Um, education is also a huge issue for various reasons, apart from the lack of capacity for the integration classes that will help you speak Greek so that you can therefore integrate into the educational system. There's huge bureaucratic issues in order to get a kid to enroll in school. Like in Lesbos, it's practically impossible um, and has been for a while. And there's also a lack of, the, 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 there's no system in place to account and to help people on the move. Uh, you mentioned before that they come here, like usually each has a goal on his mind or on her mind. And you mentioned like the, the work, uh, you know, that maybe some of these, some of the minors are here because they need to work or to support the family. How, how easy is it for the system to understand it or to, you know, to have access to, I, I would guess that if I'm 16 and I want to, I need to work and send my family money, I'm not interested in going to high school or doing, uh, you know, I don't know, guitar classes or whatever the NGO that I'm living in offers. So how mm -hmm. easy it to how easy is it to balance this, you know, this difference? It, it's not easy, and this is a this is the role of a very well, I can not say trained, mm. um, MHPSS team, a mental health and psychosocial support team. So you need, um, this is within the context of a state that doesn't exist for unaccompanied minors, right? Let's I, first and foremost, we have to understand that in theory, this should be the state that has this responsibility. Mm. Taking that aside, because we're in a state that doesn't care about these kind of issues, it falls into the hands of the NGO. Yeah. So if you have a team that will sit and discuss. This is like case management. This is basic things that we do for every single person, let alone for unaccompanied minors. You try and sort out the legal bit. You, try, you, you, you make a plan and help each kid, um, however difficult, it's not easy. Nothing is easy increased at the moment, but you help them um, stand on their own two feet and make them understand that if there is a problem, you know, you also give them the framework that Greece is very high unemployment, Greece is this, Greece is that. Like, yeah. you give them the information, you make them part of the solution. It's always a mix of understanding that they are children who need protection, but they're also extremely mature individuals who have gone through a lot to get where they are. I mean, it's it, it's really, it, and the, the thing that's shocking and I keep on mentioning is whether, you know, you will end up stabbed in a safe zone in Moria or whether you will be able to join your mother or your brother who are in Germany or whether you will integrate and learn Greek and get a job and manage to live here is completely arbitrary. It's... Um, It is like a jungle. I know it's a cliche, but it's a jungle. So with the shelters, for example, in some shelters that I know in Nixarcha, they work very well with the local community. In Thessaloniki as well. And here, 
um, people have been friendly, generous, helpful in some places. In other, help, in other places, like Ipios, two weeks ago, the local community of this village, again, decided to um, revolt against having minors integrated in the, into the educational system. Yeah. But I think we need to take the time to explain to the local community what's going on and to give them time to, to give them time to process it. Um, it all, I, I do also want to say that this thing with the fire in Moria and the 400 unaccompanied minors relocated to other EU member states was also a bit of a, was really annoying to me. On the one hand, you think, yes, it's great for these 500 kids that will be relocated in another EU member state, which is hopefully more organized. On the other hand, there were not just 400 unaccompanied minors living on the island. There's another 150 unaccompanied minors who are living in shelters on the island but want to move. So what that caused was a backlash in the shelters where kids were like, hang on, I also want to leave. Why can't I leave? I do have a question that I would ask if it's all right. It's it's for Alina. So, and I know there's no one solution to any of this stuff. So I don't I don't expect that at all. But do you feel like the, the issue is um, primarily sort of is there already a legal and political framework to help address this? And it's just a matter of resourcing and a matter of sort of adhering to that framework. Or do you feel like there's not even is is for unaccompanied minors specifically? Does there need to be additional whether it's human rights law, international law? that needs to be established first? Um, international law and European acquis and national legislation, it changed recently. Every time a political party, different political party comes in, in power, they'll change the legislation. There's one really interesting thing that I wanted to, I thought of in relation to what Nadir was saying about how you're temporarily somewhere until it's until it's permanent, um, because especially in with with refugees, temporary is permanent. You can be in living in the islands for years. Um, you know, you're like you're in Moria for three months or maybe nine months. No one can say what's going to happen, and then you're in a shelter for two months, and then you might be considered naughty and then kicked out of the shelter and or the shelter, the NGO might close the shelter. And again, this, um, it, it doesn't help people be able to continue and plan things in life. And this is the permanent, it's not temporary anymore, it becomes permanent. Um, but the, the framework is there, like if you have the unhealthy like <laughs> need to read the report there's a huge section on the national on the framework and it's there it's in place yeah. it's um there's a huge gap between the theory and implementation and practice actually yeah we see that the, this kind of things are taking place actually we are not talking about the to release this kind of things or this, but we're trying to look at how we can modify these things like in, in other ways. I think that the problem is sociological, but uh, our society makes it political. So 
what Elena said before about uh, the will or the, the lack of ability to focus on the problem is what it is all about. The problem is not political from my point of view because uh, many governments have, uh, we had many governments in Greece uh, these years. So it is more social and sociological. Uh, could you please describe a minor at this crucial stage of becoming an adult? Um, have you noticed a uh, change behavior or any pattern about this, how these uh, minors uh, act or how they feel? What, what we discussed in the report and what I know from my experience from shelters is, is that it's a, it's a very stressful period for them. They're very stressful about the next day because it's a, it's a, uh, there are various issues that are at stake. Um, where are you going to live? At which procedure of the asylum procedure you're at? Um, which stage of the asylum procedure you're at? Um, employment, training, vocational training, education. Germany and Holland are countries to look at for protection of unaccompanied minors. They do take it seriously. They have peer-to-peer -peer systems, they have buddy systems, they have vocational training in place, they have shelter. Um, exploitation, either labor or sexual, is not something that you won't find in Holland or in Germany. But it doesn't go underreported as it does in Greece. Um, and in, in terms of underreporting, one of the main problems there is what I mentioned before about developing relationships of trust with professionals who you can open up to these things about, and the complete lack of any kind of cooperation by the police in these kind of issues. Right. I mean, we, we, we were all, whoever was living in Greece is all aware of what happens in one of the biggest parks in the center of Athens. And it still happens because the police won't do something effective about it. Guys, thank you all very, very much. Uh, I hope it was... Interesting. For me, it was very much. Elena, thank you for joining us, for sharing insights, uh, knowledge from the field. I hope it was interesting.